0: Log Talk Radio.
1: here on blogtalkradio.com. My name is Pastor Steve Lee, and I'll be your host for the next hour or so. And if you're listening to us via uh, SamoCast during the hours of 9 o'clock p.m. and 11 o'clock p.m. here on Monday evenings, we're so glad to have you. Now, if you're listening to us on any other social media platforms or during any other times of the week, please contact us here at livedeliverance.com and give us the names, times, dates, locations, or platforms that you're listening to us on. Although we would love to proliferate the airwaves, we must do it legally, ethically, and in righteousness. If you hear any of our content through any other means, it is the result of Internet piracy and copyright infringement. And all those who participate in any Internet piracy can be persecuted by federal agents. (laughs) Having said all that, now we can get down to the business of the kingdom. So go ahead and get a pen and some paper. So that if you have any comments or questions about the ministry tonight, when we get to the end of the broadcast, we'll give you an opportunity to ask those questions and make those comments. So if you would, go ahead and join me in a word of prayer as we sanctify our time together. Father, I ask you to speak to me so that I can hear. Awaken me, the mind of Christ. Open my eyes that I might behold wondrous things out of your word. Breathe on me so that I can speak. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Flow through me and cause me to move by your spirit. Let healing and deliverance break forth in this place and this time because of your word, your spirit, and your love. Live big in me. I now decrease so that you can increase. Holy Spirit, glorify Jesus in my life as I now share the living word, the bread of life. Jesus, reveal to us the Father and draw us into his presence where there is fullness of joy. Heavenly Father, quiet our hearts and minds as we allow the peace of God to rule in our lives. Cause us to grow in the grace that has appeared unto all men as you teach us how we should live in this present world. May we now awake to righteousness and slumber no more by walking in the spirit and in the fullness of his grace. As we sojourn in the land of promise, going from faith to faith and from glory to glory. For you've made us more than conquerors in this life through Christ Jesus. So speak to our spirit and birth victory in our hearts and in our minds. In Jesus' name, I pray. Well, beloved, this is part two of conversations of victory or defeat. I know that we are in another calendar year. Happy New Year to everybody. And one of the things that I don't want to do is I don't want to redo things that I've done before in the new year. You know, they say that if you do the same thing expecting different results, that's the definition of insanity. So I I don't want to participate in that. I want to go on to the next level as I prayed in the prayer, going from glory to glory, sojourn in the land of promise. So our conversations, the Bible says that um, he gives us a good understanding of how powerful our words are. Uh, The enemy of our soul continually inundates our conversations with fears, frustrations, anxieties, complaints, and worries. (laughs) Our conversations carry our destiny, and they contain our future. I'll say that again. That was just a powerful when I heard it. Our conversations carry our destiny, and they contain our future. Weak conversations promote compromise. Because they are seeds of failure. They're seeds of defeat. They are weeds that are planted in the gardens of our lives. Please know and understand that weeds also come from seeds. They're allowed to take up space in our garden. They absorb the nutrients that are needed for our fruitfulness. So we're going to have to deal with those weeds, uh, seeds that, that, that we didn't really pay attention to. You know, I'm finding that Well, that Jesus said, every word uh, that, that, that you speak, you're going to have to give an account for. Every word. By your words, are you justified? By your words, are you condemned? So the things that we say in jest, the things that we say in ignorance, those conversations are conversations of defeat. We are supposed to bring every thought into captivity until that thought obeys Christ. <laughs> that's You know, it sounds like a lot of work, but it's really not a lot of work. What it is is a diligent spirit, an excellent spirit. That's what uh Joshua had. He said that he had a, an excellent spirit. Same thing Daniel. He had an excellent spirit. And when we uh, allow that to take place in, in our lives, then we will enjoy good, at his hand one of the things that I'm praying for is since God's no respect of a person okay and the Bible says that God did not let any of Samuel's words fall to the ground so that I'm learning how to cause my conversations to be conversations of victory and not defeat I'm, I'm letting my ear Hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying unto me, rather than hear what fears, frustrations, and anxieties are speaking into my life. Yes, things happen around us, but they don't have to happen to us. Remember, the children of Israel, uh, at the time God was delivering them out of Egypt, they were in Goshen, in a land that is protected in a land that is operating according to the will of God. And the children of, of Egypt were inundated by everything, but it did not affect the children of Israel. I mean, it was a, it, there is a distinct line of covenant protection that's available for us. And it's going to require that we purpose to have the right conversations, the conversations of victory. I mean, as you see a uh, uh, fire and brimstone coming down from heaven, as you see frogs everywhere. I mean, I, we read that, but maybe we don't get it. I mean, they had frogs in their beds, frogs when they stepped out of the bed onto the floor. It was frog juice everywhere because they just couldn't get out of the, 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 the things that God had released in their life because of the treatment that they've been uh, giving to his chosen people. They couldn't get out of it. it was, it's no way to, to miss that this, what I've done is wrong. This judgment that's, that's mine now is, is, is supposed to be here because of how my heart conditions are. And as we go into the new year, beloved, I'm I'm asking you, I'm pleading with you, allow your heart to gravitate more to God and what God wants to do and step away from what you see happening in the earth. In Psalms 91, and maybe if I can get there tonight, uh, one of the things that he says, he says, only with your eyes shall you behold and see the reward of the wicked. Didn't say you had to go through it. Didn't say that, that it was going to affect you. We are covenant protected. That does not make us better. Mm, That does not make us better. It simply makes us obedient. You might want to write that one down. That was good. (laughs) Because he said, if you are willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. If you hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord your God, blessings will come upon you and overtake you. But if you will not hear, then these blessings will come upon I mean, these curses will come upon you, and they will overtake you. Amen. A choice that we make. And then after making the choice, it's a walk that we take. Once you make a choice and you start stepping contrary to what God has said is available to you because of that choice, You're going to endure hardships. The way of the transgressor is hard. Okay? So we need to remember those things. Function from that position. Jesus promised that you can have an easy way. Yoke easy. Burden light. See? Steps that are preordained that you should Walk in So you don't have To walk in questions my god My god that's so good you don't have To walk in questions (laughs) I don't know I hope I can get to that You don't have to walk in In in, in anything that's unsure Okay We have a more Sure Word of prophecy Lord help me Uh, Let's just turn over there Just so that you can see this I just was again. That's why I love God. He I have uh plans and, and and ideas that I think I'm going to get to, but um he changes it. <laughs> and so I just go where he says go. Um 2nd Peter chapter 1. See, these are the, the conversations of victory. Okay? We need to really uh, learn to participate in that. It's all around us, beloved. Everything that we see is upheld (laughs) by the word of God. We're going to hold your place in a second, Peter, (laughs) and just flip back over to uh, Hebrews chapter (laughs) 1. Just want you to see this. Because as I was beginning to say what I want to say, I I, I looked at, in in my spirit, I looked at what he said in Hebrews chapter 1. Verse 1, chapter 1. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1. God, who at sundry times and in divers manners spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these days, I love that, that puts me connected to the words that's being spoken in these days. Glory to God. Spoken unto us by his Son, whom he've appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the world, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and who is upholding all things by the word of his power. So whenever you see stuff happening, please know that the only way way that it's there, it is being held together. It is being formed fashioned by the word of his power. He is upholding all things by the word of his power. There is nothing that happens that uh, uh that faces you that comes at you that blesses you nothing happens without it being held together upheld by mm, the word of his power he said he is upholding that is an active tense there isn't it it didn't say it was being upheld it says he's upholding okay what does that mean that if you want to get out of something Your escape route is being upheld by the word of his power. If there is no agreement, (laughs) then you have no exit plan because your exit plan comes out of the agreement that you have in the spirit by his word. And as you then agree with that, he's upholding. Come on, y'all. Whoa, my God. He's upholding your escape plan by the word of his power. So when you see Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the uh, uh, the fiery furnace, the reason that the furnace could not uh, uh, have any effect on them is because he was upholding their escape plan by the word of his power. Come on, y'all. Because it, it says that uh, when uh, the king... Through three men in the fiery furnace. He said that the king looked and he saw four men walking around loose in the furnace. And Jesus just told us right here, come on, let's see it, who being the express, the, the, the brightness of his glory, verse three, and the express image of his person, and he is upholding all things by the word of his power. So then Jesus himself just so that we can see how he's upholding all things by the word of his power, Jesus himself came into the trial that the Hebrew boys were going through, and he caused them to be able to walk in the midst of the power of the flame that had no power over them. They were walking around in their trial, fellowshipping with Jesus. Glory to God. See, sometimes what I see happening is we become frustrated because of the attack, rather than fellowship with Jesus in the midst of the attack. Come on. I mean, you can see it throughout the Bible. Peter was arrested, and they were going to kill Peter the next day. And Peter was asleep. First of all, that, that by itself said some good stuff. <clears throat> they, they, if you know that tomorrow is your last day, I don't know how much sleep you're going to get. <clears throat> you know, there's going to be ideas that's going to come to you. But Peter had resolved that Jesus made promise to him. Wow, 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 wow. Made promise to him that he was going to do something. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. See, there are active words That we should participate in The, The disciples had learned this And they got this information to us That Jesus told them To go over to the other side And then what happened Is a great big storm Came to try to steal the word That said they were going to get on the other side And they began to worry And then they said, oh, Peter said Master, do you not care that we perish? And Jesus woke up Rebuked the wind Talked to the sea <clears throat> and, and then said how is it that y'all don't have no faith He had already told them They were going to go To the other side He is upholding all Things by the word Of his power By the promise that he spoke So the Hebrew boys Were in the fiery furnace And they fellowship with Jesus Rather than be frustrated Because they're in the mess Peter was in the jail knowing that tomorrow it's over. This is my last day, what they said. But Peter was asleep. Come on, y'all. And this wasn't no light sleep Peter was dealing with. The Bible says that the angel of the Lord came in there where Peter was, and he had to hit Peter in the side. That's no light sleep. He didn't just say, whisper, Peter, get up. He hit the man, and the man woke up, and then the angel said, come on, go with me. And Peter was so comfortable in this situation, he thought it was a vision. Come on, y'all, look at this, look at this. In the midst of a trial that's supposed to end your life, Peter was having visions about the next thing, the next level. Amen. So then I would just ask you, while you're going through whatever it is you're going through, why don't we do that? Why don't we fellowship with him so that we can have visions about what's coming next? Peter was in, in, in the midst of a, a, a bad situation, and he still had dreams visions, thought it was a vision that the, the angel said, come on, follow me. And then how things work out in that scenario is that uh, the Peter and the angel walked out of the prison They went past the first ward. They went past the second ward. And it says they came to a gate that leads to the city. And the gate that led to the city opened unto them of its own accord. Wow. So look at it, understand this. There was no begging and pleading for situations to stop, for situations to move. The Bible says that the gate opened to them. Of its own accord Wow what kind of deliverance is that But it doesn't happen If I'm not fellowshipping with Jesus If I'm not allowing him To uphold all things By the word of his power Jesus told Peter Peter the devil wanted to sift you as wheat Luke chapter 22 The devil wanted to sift you as wheat But I prayed for you Peter I need for you to think about this, Peter. I need for you to remember this because I'm going to make sure that I uphold this thing by the word of my power. The devil wanted to sift you as weak, but I prayed for you. And this is what I prayed, Peter, that when you are converted, you will strengthen the brethren. I prayed, Peter, that your faith fail not and i'm going to uphold that by the word of my power mm, mm, mm. see these are conversations that we should have all of the time when the devil when the devil knocks on the door faith should answer glory to god that's what uh uh, uh shambach said he said that whenever uh whenever fear knocks on the door faith answers See, I'm not worried about what you're telling me going to happen because the answer from faith, this is the, the the faith that we have, the faith that we speak. see that those, those are the, the conversations that God wants to have with you. He wants to equip you. yes, Lord. did it not say that he was a very present help in the time of trouble? So what does that say to you, beloved? that there are conversations that God wants to have with you in the time of trouble. That's how he is the very present help. He wants to talk to you, give you instructions that will guarantee your victory. He is causing his word to develop your escape plan. He's the author and the finisher or developer of your faith. Amen. See, so he's, he's wanting you to participate at a different level. He's trying to elevate you from one that complains and murmurs and fears and doubts. He wants you to have conversations of victory. He's upholding all things by the word of his power. See, Peter was able to hold on to this, even though time moved on in his life, he remembered these things. This I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. His faithfulness to do this is great. Great is your faithfulness. See? So that when we think about that over and over again, That it doesn't matter what I'm going through, God's faithfulness to me, his faithfulness that's on display. Because the reason I'm here, he said, it is of the Lord's faithfulness, it's of his Lord's compassion, it's of the Lord's mercy that I'm not consumed. They are new every morning. Lamentations chapter 3, verse 21 and following. That's what it says, that it's the God's mercy that keeps me from being consumed. And he's faithful to have new mercies for you every morning. And I love that because the morning is not talking about an AM experience. It's talking about the experience of revelation. Because when the experience of revelation takes place, then there's a dawning. He's going to talk about that here. Let's look at this so that you can see it. Second Peter, chapter two, verse ten. Now verses two through nine are are instructions to help you prepare. That's good, sir. Uh, verse verses two through nine are 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 scriptures to help you prepare for your victories. With an S. Okay. So if, if you don't do what it says in verses. 2 through 9, then verses 10 and following are not going to be understood and walked out by you, okay? So that's why he told you to add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge and to knowledge temper. So you have to do these things, all right? Let's make sure. Just verse 8, just back up. <laughs> he says it just like I just heard it. He says, for if you do these things, if these things be in you and they abound, if you do these things, Okay? Okay, please hear his words. He says, if these things be in you and they abound, they are easily, readily seen. If these things that you're supposed to do, if you're going to add to your faith, virtue, virtue, knowledge, knowledge temperance, temperance, wellness, economy. if these things be in you and they are easily, readily seen, if they are your support structure, okay? See, this is not a, 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 a begging party. Come on, come on, y'all. Come on, come on, come on. Look at how he sets this up. This is not a begging party that we participate in because things done got so bad. Okay? This is a different walk here. I'm not going to get mad at anyone that, that that walks in the valley of despair as opposed to walking on the high tops, in the high places. Okay? I'm not going to get mad at you. Your option, your choice Do it any way you want to try to do it. But it would be better for you if you learn to walk above circumstances. Amen. See, that's why Jesus asked the disciples when they woke him up, do you not care that we perish? He said, how is it, how is it that you don't have any faith? See? Then he says, for if these things be in you and if these things abound, then they the things that you add to faith, virtue, knowledge, okay? This is what I'm saying. From verse 2 to verse 8, these are instructions to prepare you for what's going to happen from verse 8 to verse 21, okay? For if these things be in you and they abound. So, I mean, here you go, beloved. This becomes what you work on uh, in the next days of the first, uh, start of this year. You work on making sure that you're adding to your faith. Okay, That you're adding to And notice it says that it's not just one thing You're going to grow in all of the things of the spirit Okay He, he wants you to, to, to enjoy fruitfulness That's an increase over and above Okay That's an increase Yes, all of the uh, fruit of the spirit Came into your spirit when you were born again but he's now asking you to walk in, understand the increase of, of what you have, okay? Because if you, just, just so that you can remember, uh, the children of Israel were instructed that the manna that came from heaven was supposed to be used in the day that you walked in and, and, and received the manna. You're not supposed to try to walk in yesterday's manna tomorrow, okay? He wanted it to be fresh revelation. Okay, so that was training so that we can see that we go back. Everything that was written in the Old Testament was for our admonition. It was for our training. So then we should say, oh, don't just be settling for yesterday's grace. I don't need no sloppy agape. See, I need to walk. Mm -hmm. Wow, Lord. I need to walk pleasing unto the Lord. That means every step that I take is going to have to be pleasing unto the Lord not a step that pleased the Lord yesterday. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm not walking in yesterday's grace. See? If his mercy is new every morning, then I need to have a different mindset every morning to walk in that new mercy. Okay? All right. For if these things be in you and they abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ that you shall not be barren or unfruitful. Not just you will not be barren, you will not be barren, nor will you be unfruitful. Come on, y'all. See That, that conjunction there, that, that bridge, he doesn't want you to ignore that bridge. He wants you to utilize that bridge to be fruitful and that you, would be, uh, that you will not be barren or fruitful, nor unfruitful. He wants you to be fruitful and increase. Okay, do you see that? This is the year 2023, and the number 23 means abundance. It means prosperity. Okay? So he wants both of those to flow out of your, out of your life into your existence. And I said it how I heard it. He wants abundance to flow out of your life because out of the heart flows the issues of life. He wants abundance to flow out of your heart and into your existence. It should impact it. He's upholding all things by the word of his power. So you will not, if these things are in you and they abound, they will they will make you. I love God. He's the one that does the work. He says, if if I make sure that I'm adding to my faith virtue, to virtue diligence and to diligence faith, if I'm doing that, then he does the work. Okay, let's do it this way. I start the process by receiving. He finished the process by manifesting. Okay? I want you to, to get that. See? We, we, we deal with the former and the latter rain. The, the, the rain that finishes the product. See? Oh, my God. He did say to wait on the rain, didn't he? In other words, I didn't cause the rain, did I? I waited on the rain the process that God has already set up. He's going to bring the rain, the former and the latter rain, in the same season. In other words, he's going to be the one that causes it to work quickly. Amen. But my job is to not complain about the rain. Either way it goes. It's too much rain. People complain. It's not enough rain. People complain. He said, no, what your job is to wait on the former and the latter rain. Okay, if if he that if these things be in you and they abound, they make it that you will neither be barren nor would you be unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind. He didn't say he would have a hard time seeing. He said the man that lacks these things that does not work on adding to your faith, virtue, and to virtue, knowledge, and to knowledge, the man that does not work this process, this man is going to be what? He's going to be blind, and he's not going to be able to see afar off. He will not be dealing with the 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 thing God is dealing with, My, thank you, sir, thank you, sir. Woo, look at this, look at this. and, And a lot of these things that I'm looking at, I'm speaking prophetically into your life, so open your heart to that which is prophetic. He says, this man is blind, and he cannot see afar off. So all this man does most of the day is deal with the things that are right around him, his immediate now, if you would. Not a man that is is confident about his future. He's still trying to move things around so that he can enjoy his now. He cannot see afar off. Amen. I want you to kind of get that. If that describes how you're living, then you're going to hear information that would cause you to stop that. Don't go through the next year the way you went through last year. I know that could have been your training, but here comes new information, new revelation that Jesus can build on. Because he said, when you get revelation, I build my church upon revelation. And when I build my church upon revelation, the very gates of hell cannot prevail against that revelation. I'm giving you guaranteed victory. These are the conversations of victory. Is blind and cannot see afar off. And, I mean, look at the problems that the man that does not add to his faith virtue, that does not prepare for the next step, this man is going to have all kind of problems. He already is blind. He cannot see afar off. And he has a problem with his memory. He has forgotten that he was purged. From his old sins I mean you 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 keep going back and, and and begging God to do something that he's not even addressing he's already removed your sins as far as the east is from the west why do you keep going to a place he's already moved you from east to west the two of them never meet they run it's, it's one parallel line okay Well, but the, the, um, okay, wow, okay. I I see these things as I say them. It's one non-ending line, east to west. The earth is round, but he's giving you a whole lot more than just the earth. He's giving you everything in the kingdom. Come on, y'all. Amen. It's the Father's good pleasure to give you the whole kingdom not just the earth which is round and i get it so you say well if i go from the east i'm gonna end up in the west but no not if you understand the whole kingdom the whole kingdom contains worlds did it not say in in hebrews that he made the worlds there was an s there kingdom contains worlds so then i don't have to frame myself only by this one world do i World means the, the cosmos is the order structure of things. Kairos is the time. Okay? So then he's, ent- he's given me the ability to enter into that which is, I love it, I love it. He gives me the ability to enter into that which is everlasting. And everlasting has to start now in order for it to encompass everlasting. Is that correct? Amen. Just some things for you to think about. Okay? So this man that, that doesn't work on uh, uh, the preparation, he, is, he, 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 he he's blind, cannot see afar all. has no prophetic vision, has no prophetic understanding, and prophecy is the thing that causes you to win. Glory to God. Please hear that. Prophecy is the thing. He's going to say it here in a minute. Wow. Woo! Prophecy is the thing that causes you to win because the devil doesn't know what's coming. He's only dealing with what's here. You you have to tell the devil things. Amen. He doesn't know your future, beloved. Let me just help you and understand that he is spiritually dead. He does not have the understanding for your future. Show you how spiritually dead he is The Bible says that if The devil had known who Jesus was He would not have crucified The Lord of glory If he knew who he was The princes of this world did not know Because if they had known They would not have crucified The Lord of glory They didn't see into the future They were trying to deal with the now When Jesus was born and he heard that he's supposed to be the king of kings. So he killed the baby, but he didn't look into the future, did he? <clears throat> the only way the, de- the devil can't function is to try to deal with your now. Please hear me, beloved. Please. The devil can only deal with your now. He is bound to the world. He's bound to the earth, flat out. You get your information. From heaven. You get your inspiration from heaven. You are not bound to the earth. You you walk on the earth, but you're not bound to the earth. Amen. As he is, so are we in this world. Did you hear that? As he is. So then the words as he is is. Inclusive of everything that is, is. Is that correct? As he is, so are we. So we get our supply, that which is, from he who is. Okay? Not who was only, but who is. Because Jesus said he is and was and is to come. Who was and is and is to come. Oh, my God. He said who was and is and is to come. He starts in the place where you used to be to call you into the place where he is to give you that which is to come. Mm. I hope you get it. See? The devil can only deal with the place that you start out. Your was that's all he can deal with. But your life has been placed in is and is. To come, boy, I'm preaching myself happy right there. And since the devil is spiritually dead, he cannot deal with my ears and my ears to come. He can only deal with my was. Amen. Wow. But he that lacketh these things he is blind and cannot see afar off, and has forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. So then you don't have to keep rehearsing all of your past. Because God is a God again of the was, the is, and the is to come. That's why it says that 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 I have not seen nor ear heard, neither is it entered into the hearts of man the things that God has prepared for those that love him. So you can't get this stuff from, 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 from experiential knowledge. It comes by revelation because God has already prepared your victory, prepared your escape route. It's the Father's good pleasure to give you the whole kingdom. See? He wants you to enter into that. And you. it's very hard, beloved. It's very hard for you to enter into your future looking into your past. In your car, when you're driving your car, there are two Uh, planes of glass that you can look at. You have a windshield that shows you things to come, your horizon, and you have a rear-view mirror that only shows you a limited view. Notice the size of the windshield and the size of the rear-view mirror. Amen. And both of them are available to you, but which one you use the most is up to you. If you want to keep looking in your past, you can only look at a limited portion of what life should be. Amen. And not only that, that that part of life that's limited, God has already removed it from you and called you into the whole windshield. Amen.
0: Amen.
1: Verse 10. Wherefore? The rather. In other words, stop doing this. Please do this. Leave that and enter into this. Wherefore, the rather, brethren, give diligence to do what? To make your calling and your election sure. So my responsibility is to make my calling and my election Sure. You called me to this victory, God. So then I need to change my words so that I talk like you talk, so that I can make my election, my choices, sure. Happy New Year. (laughs) Glory to God. See, again, I, I, I only go by what I hear and understand from the word that's fresh. This is not even my notes. I I, I see this because I'm trying to, to engage you at another. I'm calling you to a place that's higher than what you went through last year so that you can enjoy this year. I'll say that again. I'm calling you, inviting you to a place uh, That's bigger than where you were last year So that you can enjoy this year Last year is where you were found Good, but again Jesus is the one who was And is And is to come He's upholding all things By the word of his power Make your calling and your election sure For if you do these things All of the preparation that he told you in verses 2 through 9. If you do these things, he says, what will happen? You shall never fall. You might want to just say that because of the word. Say, I shall do these things and I shall never fall. Amen. He called you out of where you were into the election that you make sure. Why? Because an entrance, for for so an entrance, shall be ministered unto you abundantly. He, he says, when you change your conversation, he will cause, watch this, an entrance that will be ministered unto you abundantly. So then, opportunity that they say, Only knocks one time, that is anti-scriptural. He said, if you will do these things, you will never fall, for an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly. Into what? The kingdom. All right, so that we just understand this, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. What is right for God's people? Is it right for God's people to be without? When he said, I will not withhold any good thing from those that walk uprightly, so is it right for God's people to be without? Doesn't line up with Scripture, does it? If he said he will not withhold any good thing, It's the Father's good pleasure to give you the whole kingdom. He's given you all things richly to enjoy. See? So then because of the truth of the gospel, I need to go and start thinking differently, don't I? The conversations that I have with myself. The, the, the ones that I used to have and I used to think I didn't deserve this or uh, 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 he's not talking to me. I need to stop that conversation because he's already given me all things richly to enjoy. The blessings of the Lord, he wants them to overtake me. He wants to load me with benefits daily. I'm just quoting what he said. Okay? And I have enough Wisdom to allow that conversation to cause my heart to be filled with expectation. See, because out of my heart, that's where the issues of life flow from. So if I choke the word of possibility uh, to, to, to get it done by his spirit, if I choke that word, there is no flow. Is that correct? And out of the heart flows the issues of life. Guard your heart with all diligence. Don't, don't agree with, with stupidity. Don't even agree with experiential knowledge that says, my mother, father, cousin, uncle, granddaddy, uh, great-granddaddy, this is what they did, okay? You just choked the possibility. He said he's the one that was and is and is to come. My God, see, he's he's he said if you do these things, if you operate by the preparations that he wants you to do, he says these things will cause you to never fu- you don't come up short, beloved. Wow, 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 wow! You don't come up short because he's going to make sure that there is an entrance. So we're looking for the the exit plan. Well in the exit plan, has to provide for you an entrance, doesn't it? That's how you get out of the mess. And he says, there will be an entrance ministered unto you abundantly, more than you will have need of. Is that what he said? Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask to think according to the power that works. Mm Mm-hmm. See? He wants his power to work In you And he's going to give you an entrance He's going to minister unto you He's going to strengthen you Does it not tell us That we can do all things Through Christ who strengthens us What well, means he's giving us An abundant entrance Okay we'll do it that way We'll do it that way Ooh, the, the 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 entrance will be abundant, not just because of the endurance, but because of the size. Amen. It's going to be bigger than your problems. When God delivered the the Hebrew boys out of the fire, they made the fire seven times hotter. And that didn't even come close to what the power of God was able to do, because they didn't even smell like smoke. Their hair was not even singed. This is seven times hotter than the thing had ever been, and they didn't even have the smell of smoke upon them. So the entrance is going to be bigger than your problem. We can think of it this way. So they had a, a seven times hotter fire, and God caused them to walk in a 12 times cooler place. Amen. Sucked up all of the heat, if you would. Sucked up all of the damage, if you would. I mean, seven times hotter would immediately ignite your clothes and consume you. They still had on the same clothes. Amen. Walking around in the fire. What the devil tried to tell you was going to destroy you, not only did you walk above it, you walked in the midst of it and still didn't have any harm. He's going to minister unto you an entrance of abundance, an abundant entrance, both ways. An interest that's more than enough, that's bigger than whatever the challenge was. But I've been in this problem for a long time, and God has been making an entrance that's bigger than your problem for a long time. If you would, he's going to allow you to carry your problem out. Mm-mm-mm. He's going to allow you to carry your problem out of your problem. I love the way I I just see it he allows you to carry your problem out of a door that's bigger than your problem you get to carry your problem out of the problem amen he wants to develop that in us an everlasting an abundant uh, uh, minister to you and entrance into the uh, until you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus come on y'all again I just I' try to finish the scripture he says he wants this entrance to be an everlasting uh, 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 an everlasting into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord. do you think that jesus is <laughs> do you think Jesus sits in heaven and thinks Whew, we just made it out of that one i will, I hope nothing else comes no his the entrance that he's opening up for you is an abundant entrance that goes to the everlasting kingdom of Jesus. So that means that, again, is it not only bigger than your problem, it's more enduring than anything the problem can ever present. It's everlasting. Did, did we not say that, you know, people tell you trouble don't last always? That the things concerning you, that's what the Bible says, the things concerning you they have an end, well, this is an everlasting entrance into the kingdom that Jesus is going to be able to minister to you abundantly, and it will last forever. Verse 12, because of this, wherefore, I've told you every time, whenever you see the word wherefore, back up and see what is it's there for. Wherefore, because of this, therefore and wherefore, back up and see why is it here? What am I supposed to do with it? Back up and see Because of this, wherefore, I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things, though you already know them and though you already are, come on, y'all, established in the present truth. He didn't say you will be established in the present truth, did he? He said you already are established in the present truth. You already have permission to function in this. He's upholding it by the the word of his power so that you will be able to function in it. You're already established in that. You have rights there. You are a joint heir with Christ, not a sub-heir. You are a joint heir at the same level of authority that he walked in. Did he not say? All power has been given unto me, therefore, in heaven and in earth, all power has been given unto me, both in heaven and in earth, therefore, you go. That's a transfer, isn't it? He didn't even say, therefore, you qualify. Come on, y'all. Let's hear what he said. All power has been given unto me, both in heaven and in earth, therefore, you you go. Wow. I guess the challenge is he. we haven't decided that we're going to walk in what he's already said is ours. You are established in the present truth. Though you already know these things and are established in the present truth. So tell me this, please. Ooh, good God Almighty. Ooh. You are established in the present truth, and the present truth will take care of any projected problems. Did you see that? You are established in present truth. The present truth did not Jesus say, you will become intimate, you will know the truth. And the truth that you are intimate with, or the present truth that is established, that truth will do what? Make you free. You are established in more than the enemy can ever push at you. Amen. Amen. He will not withhold any good thing from those that walk uprightly. You already know these things. You are established in the present truth so that you can take the present truth that causes liberty and function in whatever the projected problem would be. Well, I hope y'all see this. Verse 13, yea, I think it means as long as I'm in this tabernacle to stir you up. And how are you supposed to be stirred up? By going to the place of remembrance. And I love the word remember because it tells me that I'm supposed to go to the original plan that God had and put it back together. I am remembering it. I'm not just having a recollection. I am putting it back together. He said, remember. Okay? If something came apart, it's disconnected, my job is to put it back together, to remember it, not to just recollect it. I don't need to recollect. Amen. I need to remember if I have everything that that that's mine, and I don't have it in the right order, it is it hasn't been remembered, has it? I did recollect it. It's all in the garage, but I haven't put the things in order. I haven't made sure that I utilize them in their proper function. When I remember the thing, it now is ready to be used as it was intended from the beginning. I re. Remembered it, knowing that I surely must put off this tabernacle, even though Lord Jesus has huh, showed me moreover, that's not the important thing that 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 um that you can have a recollection, He said to remember because moreover, I will endeavor that you may be able after my decease to have these things always functional in remembrance. Why? For, verse 16, for we have not followed cunningly devised fables. That's what the enemy is going to try to tell you. I remember I was baptized in the Holy Ghost and with the evidence of speaking in tongues, but I only had one word that would come out. It was Hobart. And that's why I say, Ahoba, hoba, hoba, over and over and over, hoba, hoba. And the devil said, What is a Ahoba? I said, I don't know. He said, You just sound stupid. You sound like a stammering fool. Hoba, hoba, hoba. What's a hoba? And so then I stopped praying in tongues. I just I said, Okay, see, because the devil told me this was cunningly devised fables and I, I went along with that. Hoba, hoba. And I stopped. I went to a prayer meeting, a Bible study. And um, the, 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 the teacher there that night said he was teaching on the Holy Spirit. And he said, some of you tonight uh, will receive your prayer language. I really didn't wasn't listening to him about that because I've already went through that experience. So I don't need to receive my prayer language, you know. And so then uh, he said, so just allow God to, to do what he's going to do to flow in that. So he called on me to pray uh, uh, for somebody that was at the, at the Bible study. I wasn't praying for them to receive uh, the Holy Ghost. I was praying for them to have a breakthrough in, in finances or healing. I don't remember which one it was now. But it was, it was some part of their life that was already dysfunctional. So I said, okay, good. So I'm going I'm to go do that because they knew I was a student of the word. And so then I, I can pray uh, to, to cause victory, to, to be turned out of deceit. So I went there to do that. And so then um, uh, he said, so I'll take these two. Y'all go over to that corner, and you two go get uh, separated us like that. So I'm thinking of the scriptures that I'm about to uh, invoke over this person's life. (laughs) And uh, we were there in the corner, and I opened my mouth. And as soon as I opened my mouth, I said, okay, doke, all right, now. I'm not going to stop this devil because I wasn't even – thinking about that that was not in my in my purview if you would but i said I, I was going to pray and so then I, I prayed in the spirit about 30 40 seconds there and i said okay i'm a, i locked that down in my memory okay you remember the, we don't i got to go back and deal with the devil so then um i i i, I we left that night my wife and i and so then um I'm, I'm just excited about what god is doing because i there is an open door here see come on he's opening up a door and ministering unto me. Glory to God. And so then I'm I'm just saying, well, God, what are we going to do with this? So then I went home uh, that day, and I was uh, studying in the book of Genesis, and uh, I think it was chapter 15. And so um, when I went back to read that, and it said um, that Abraham uh, was in a fight, and it says that um, he fought from, uh, uh, I can't remember the name of the place, from one place, until he got to Hoba. I like to fell out the doggone chair because then I understood Hoba was telling me, fight, fight, fight. But see, I didn't have the, 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 the I couldn't see afar off. Uh, okay, there you go. I was blind at that point. And so then when I saw that, I say, well, devil, now you do. You can just forget this. There's no way in the world this is ever going to happen to me again because whatever God is giving me is for my victory. I'm not going to give the fight away by letting you convince me that a Hobah don't mean nothing. Here Abraham was fighting until he got to hoba. So then I said, okay, God, then you're telling me to stay in this thing and fight. And it's been working because that thing was Understood, I was not following cunning cunningly devised fables when they made known unto you the coming and the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ Mm-mm-mm. but were our witnesses of, of you are our witnesses of his majesty verse seventeen for Jesus received from God the Father, he received honor and glory. you were crowned, beloved, with honor. And glory. When Jesus was born, he was crowned with honor and glory. But for him to function in his calling, he had to receive honor and glory. You remember how that happened, because this is what Peter is talking about when you were with him in the mount, and he said, "This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased." Here ye him see jesus received that in other words it was released from inception but then it was confirmed in the presence of people he just told us that for the he received verse 17 come on so you can see it um he received from the father honor and glory when there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory, and this is what it said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And this voice came, which came from heaven, we heard, when we were with him in the holy mount. So it was already understood. It was now confirmed in the, in the hearing or presence of other people. Okay, did you get that? See, God wants to do that in your life, beloved. He's already given you victory, and he wants to confirm that victory in the presence of others so that the Bible says that you'll have good works, and then other men will see it, and they will glorify God. They will have a different conversation. Okay? It says that we heard this voice when we were from heaven. We heard it when we were with him in the Holy Mount. Verse 19, this is where I've been trying to get you for the last hour and some hour. Verse 19 says, we have a more sure word of prophecy Whereunto you do well that you take heed As a light that shineth in a dark place Until the day dawn and the day star arise in your heart So I said that um, Revelation um, it's not a, a thing that happens because it is of the Lord's mercies we are not consumed. This is what took me there. It is brand new. His mercies are new every morning. The mercy is not talking about an AM experience. It's talking about a revelation, a day done and a day star that arise in your heart. We have a more sure word of prophecy because of it. You would do good to take heed to this more sure word of prophecy as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arises in your heart. This does not have to be an AM experience. Anytime you take the word and allow that conversation of victory to, 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 to agree with you and you agree with it, Last week I said faith has to meet faith. When your faith connects with the faith that God sent to cause your faith to come alive, then God's word will begin to work. Faith has to meet faith. When the day star arises in your heart, when the dawn of the day, the dawn of the revelation, the entrance of his word, that gives light, it gives understanding to the simple. When that happens, now you have a new day That will cause that mercy to work for you Knowing this That first That no prophecy of the scripture Is of any private interpretation For the prophecy came not in old time By the will of man But holy men of God spake As they were moved by the Holy Ghost So it's no private interpretation This is not a a Stevie Lee thing it's no private interpretation. It's simply waiting for implementation in your heart. Jesus said, behold, I stand at the door and I knock. If any man will open the door, notice this door to your heart. It's not something that he's going to uh, Jesse James and open. You have to open it. You have to say, Lord, I want to have these conversations of victory. I I want you to, to show me how to walk this thing out by talking to me. Come on, come on, come on. I want you to show me how to walk this thing out by talking to me because he's upholding all things by the word of his power. See? He's expecting you to have these conversations with him. This is what he did for the disciples. He would preach, and they didn't understand what he's saying. The Bible says in, in Mark chapter 4 that when he was alone with the disciples, he taught them all things. He would say, "Did you, he, you can see it in there. In the, the first 13 verses, he was talking to everybody. Then they said, we didn't understand. Then he was talking to them, and he gave them explanation. How the sower sows the word These are they Which were sown on stony ground These are they Which were sown uh, amongst weeds See they, that, that The cares of this world The lusts of other things It says that they enter in And they choke the word And the word becomes unfruitful They understood what he was saying In those analogies In those parables But he didn't just leave them, you know, I told you once. No, he kept on telling them until they got it. Peter, I'm praying for you that your faith fail not. And when you converted, Peter, Peter, strengthen the brother. I'm praying for that. I know you, uh, you lied and said you didn't know me. I, I know that, that you began to curse and, and operate in, in, in sin that I've already cleansed you from. I know that, Peter, but I prayed for you that your faith fail not. Did you hear that? He said, Peter, I pray that your faith fail. He said, I didn't pray that your emotions uh, catch up. He said, Peter, I pray that your faith fail not. Glory to God. Because God has given to every man the measure of faith. And since he prayed for Peter, that tells me he prayed for me too, that my faith would not fail. He ever liveth to make intercessions for us. Because he's able to save to the uttermost those that call upon his name. He's able to do it. But we've got to go to the place where we say, you know what, God, I'm going to have conversations of victory. I'm no longer going to continue to to talk to the devil and let the devil talk me out of my birthright. Jesus told us that that the devil is the father of lies. Whenever he speaks, Jesus said, he's speaking a lie. He speaks of his own. He's the father of lies. So then we'll spend time listening to him and and disqualifying ourselves because he is the accuser of the brethren. Well, it sounded right, so it must be right. No, he's the father of lies. So we should spend more time listening to the father of glory. Hallelujah. That's what God wants to birth In your life, that's what God wants to produce with your life. He wants to produce glory. You were crowned with glory and honor from Jump Street, but you have to now receive it. For we have a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto you do well that you take heed, as unto a light that shineth in a dark place. And the day star arise in your hearts, knowing that this first, that there's no prophecy of the Scripture, is of any private interpretation. If he said it to me, I'll say it this way. If he said it to me, he meant it for you, because it's of no private interpretation. He's sent promise to you that is prophetic in its nature. And that prophecy calls you into your future, calls you into your destiny. Our conversations carry our destiny and they contain our future. Our job Is to feed the seed Not feed the weed Agree with God And then ascribe to that which he has said Grow up to that next level He never wanted you to crawl He wanted you to walk uprightly Because you were made in his image So I'll just ask a question Do you think that God is functioning on his belly Crawling Trying to beg into something Or is he walking According to Second uh, Corinthians chapter 6 He says that if you will hear his word Obey his word He will walk With you, in you And he will be a God Unto you Having, therefore, these precious promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves of all filthiness of the flesh and of the spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of the Lord. Your way or God's way? God is waiting on you. He has victory, untold victories, after victories that he has already predestined for you to walk in. He doesn't want you to walk as if you don't qualify, as if you don't deserve. He's the one that invited you to victory. your conversations should be of victory and not of defeat. Your way or God's way. God's waiting on you today. Father, we just bless you and thank you. Thank you for clarity that as we begin a, a, a new year, that we will have different conversations and there will be conversations of victory. We will have conversations of empowerment because you sent your word to heal us and to deliver us from all of our fears and our destructions. Thank you, Father. As sons of God created in your image, that we will walk upright and hear the same words this is my beloved, in whom I'm well pleased. Thank you, sir. Cause us to hear it, to meditate on it, to remember that promise. We committed to you as done. In the matchless name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who is Lord and Savior, and the redeemed of the Lord said together, amen, amen. Glory to God Well um, again if you um, Have any questions or comments About the ministry We'll uh, give you an opportunity To ask those questions Or make those comments Area code 312-330-4024 Any comments or questions About the ministry Area code 312-330-4024 You have the mic Go ahead
0: Praise the Lord.
1: Praise it. Okay.
0: When you were talking when you first started off and you were talking about weeds, I got a picture in my mind of a backyard where I grew up. And okay. I remembered and I remembered seeing weeds with seeds. But to tell you the truth, I hadn't thought about weeds having seeds until you just reminded me of that. And there was one other thing you said, too. You said that, and God said this, and God said that. And God does speak to us, too, directly as far as no private interpretation.
1: Correct.
0: It'll come to you one way, it'll come to me a different way for what I need in my spirit, but the word is good. And I remember what God said to me what he told me, when I said, oh, the devil is saying this, and the devil said he's going to kill me. And the devil, and God didn't want to hear that. And then he said in the beginning God Yeah, yeah, yeah. He stopped right there, In the beginning God.
1: Yeah.
0: So everything else that I had heard past that, it really didn't matter because in the beginning God Okay, and I just wanna thank you for everything that you said and that you're obedient and that you Pass the Interpretation that God Gives you I'm glad you pass it on And it does Amen. help Thank God Amen. For you in Jesus name Amen.
1: Amen Thank you glad to have you On the call each and every week We look forward to uh, uh, Having the exchanges uh, uh, that, that that We do here At livedeliverance.com. Um This is not a Uh, uh, This is not me time. Um, I exalt myself. This is simply me submitting, actually, to the word and then allowing the word that he's placed in my heart to be released so that his people can then be blessed by it, can then be strengthened by it. Because this is a year of love abundance. This is a year of prosperity, not because uh, I'm trying to get money. No, I'm trying to get you to hear what God says because the whole earth is supposed to be filled with the glory of the knowledge of the Lord the same way the waters cover the sea. So I'm giving you uh, an understanding that God gave me that will equip us so that we can uh, turn the world upside right again. It's been a while since the world has been upside right. Because as soon as uh, Jesus established the church, the devil joined the church. He would take things that uh, we were accustomed to doing, and he tries to bring us back into those things, into that darkness. And we have gone along with the process. But now we're going to raise up the standard against him. So, again, thank you for uh, being on the call. And if the Lord... Lays it on your heart to sow a seed here at LiveDeliverance.com. Uh, then we need for you to be obedient so that we can break uh, the chains of darkness that have been existing uh, throughout the, the 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 world. Because people will not do their part. We're not asking you to uh, uh, to, to to release twenty five, thirty five thousand dollars that you don't have. Believe for the twenty five and the thirty five. Got that? But if you have the widow's mite you can release that also because Jesus is watching what you give and he's watching why you give that seed that you sow here at livedeliverance.com will cause yokes to be destroyed so that God can redeem his people in their thinking and in their execution of obedience so if God lays it on your heart go ahead and do that sow a seed here just go to the website look for the donate tab And be obedient to God so that God can do things. Two things. One is that he said he gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater. He wants you to be full, but he wants you to flow by giving. So until the next time that we get together, I, I would just say may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his shalom. Until the next time, love you, be blessed.